Hello everyone, welcome back to The Co Show. My name is Mason Co, and as always sitting across from me, my co-host Aaron Co. Hello. Um, what is today? September 6th. We got, yep, Sunday, September 6th. I think episode 21. Um, in the second round of the playoffs of the NBA, uh, NFL starting this Thursday. Yeah. Um, by the way, sport, finally. look out for uh, a little bonus episode to, uh, should be coming out Wednesday afternoon. Um, gonna give basically just a ton of predictions um give our thoughts on the upcoming season and um there will be some money on the line so yeah you want to catch that um that won't take place of the next you know next sunday's regularly regularly scheduled programming um yeah so that'll be really exciting we're still going to talk about some nfl news today uh just cover everything that's happened up to this point obviously and then and then if anything new happens we'll cover that then um Starting off, uh, actually, starting off, follow me on Twitter at Mason Charles Co. and Erico29 on Twitter for him. Also, buy his book on Amazon. You can find the ebook, and on Lulu.com, you can find the hardcover. Um, yeah, so I guess to start off, um, congratulations to Dak Prescott, four-year, $160 million. Ooh. Or not, not Dak Prescott. <laughs> no, he wants this type of deal. Uh, Deshaun Watson. That's yeah, funny. So... Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of money. Good for him. Um, he deserves it. This is probably a good first good thing that the Texans have managed to do really ever. Well, they could have traded him for a, you know, a fifth round pick. You know, what's funny is they traded David Johnson. They traded for David Johnson. They traded away DeAndre Hopkins and they could have just signed Leonard Fournette. who's <laughs> probably better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or Adrian Peterson, who just got cut too, which we didn't write down on here. But Adrian Peterson got cut. Yeah, um, he signed signing with the Lions. With the Lions, going to sign with the Lions. Yeah, so. um, yeah. Uh, you know, not much to say on this one. He deserves it, and yeah, this I guess Dak Prescott is probably pissed, but also kind of happy to see that another quarterback's getting a lot of money. So, you it, know. it helps his cause. Um, yeah, I would much rather have Deshaun Watson than Dak Prescott, though, personally. Oh, yeah. I'm not a Dak guy, as you know. Yeah. Um. All right, moving forward, uh, Josh Gordon coming back. I think he still has to clear. Light him up, baby. Yeah, he still has to clear um, his reinstatement, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that's all but certain. Pete, Pete Carroll was saying he didn't get any assurances from the NFL League office. Oh, okay. I don't know if I totally believe that. I mean, you know, we'll see. It's weird that they would sign it. Like, I don't know. Um, but they signed him, but they don't know. So he could, you know, they might send him a message with a game or two. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Well, but we don't know. I mean, and it's NFL's coming here quickly. So yeah, um, hopefully that'll get cleared up shortly. Unlike yeah. Like the air in his apartment. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll see what I did there. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got, uh, already kind of talked about this, but. Uh, Leonard Fournette getting signed to the Buccaneers. He's not actually going to be the starting running back. Uh, Rojo, Ronald Jones, is uh, was announced to be the starter by Bruce Arians. Um, are people ready to just accept the fact that Leonard Fournette's not good at football? Or are we still riding this train where he, he's like good for some reason? He got like a million carries last year and wasn't remotely close to being the best running back last yeah, year. Yeah, to me, he's a role player. 
you know. Yeah, um, I like it. He's a he's a fantastic second running back. Yeah, he's a bruiser. Could be a goal line back. Um, I didn't. I haven't really seen. He's him only play scored. A ton. He only scored like like seven total touchdowns. Yeah, I mean they weren't. Is he, but is he even a goal line guy? I think he might be in the right situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe he's not. Maybe he's just sucks all around. I don't know. And he's just another guy that. There are a lot of athletes like this that you know. There's a lot of flash with their name, but but you know because of what they did in college yeah. or or because they were a number one overall pick or something like that. But if you really look at it, um, you know, there's a lot of running backs drafted after him that season alone. Yeah. That are better than him, including Chris Carson in the seventh round. Yep. Um. Yeah. And they still don't have a quarterback, and there were a lot of quarterbacks that they could have drafted. Oh yeah, instead of Fournette. Um, God fucking damn it, <laughs> yeah. uh, Clowney, fifteen mil to the Titans. I, I don't know. I don't know what why. I don't know why we let him go. Uh, well, I think they weren't. The Seahawks were not going to pay him fifteen million, and yeah, why? Uh, I don't think they th- think he's worth it. I'm not sure that he is either. I don't know. I, it's funny. Maybe I'm just like, well, he's gone, so the hell with him. I guess I was ready to sign him for twenty million before. Yeah. But um, but you know they they don't have that that much cap room now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, obviously they don't feel like he he brings that sort of value. Um, you know, he had three and a half sacks last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I want. I did want him. I'm not gonna yeah. sit here and say I didn't want him. Yeah. Like. A lot of twelves do. Oh, I didn't want him anyway. Bullshit, yeah. you did too. He also fired his agent, who's and he's a big agent. So he, I mean, he obviously, you know, there's a reason. Yeah, he Bus feels Cook like is this one of the best. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He obviously feels like this free agency was a mess, which it was. But oh yeah. Um, but I, I guess he blames the agent. Who knows? You never know. You know whose fault that really is. But yeah, yeah. Um, moving on forward once again, Derwin James. This is very unfortunate. Chargers yet again being struck by the injury bug. Last year it was Keenan Allen. Well, many times it was Keenan Allen, and this is the, multiple times that Derwin James has had a serious injury. I don't know how many, but he's one of the best safeties in the league. He's going to be out six to eight months. R- just, you know, really bad news. Um, yeah, uh, you know, obviously hope he gets better. Yeah, it's a bummer. You always uh-huh. hate to see people get hurt. Yeah. Um, on, you know, a little bit uh, better news, we have... The Pac-12 potentially securing rapid rapid testing so they could test every day on college athletes. And um, this yep. is why they shouldn't have just said they weren't yeah. going to play. Cause it sounds like they can get results within 15 minutes. It's a real game changer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, that's why you, you push it back as far as you can Yeah, you know, without killing it. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I believe the Huskies lost their shot, as I mentioned last podcast, um, for Paulo Banchero. I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, but something like that. The basketball player, number one overall recruit in the country, right out of our backyard here. Um, this is why, um, uh, who's what's a defensive end for the Huskies who just left. We talked about him before. Oh, too. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm blanking on his name, but, you know, um, he he left because he believed there wasn't going to be a season. So why didn't they just push this all back? You, again, you could have had an eight-game season that started in mid-October and finished up by mid-December. So the Big Ten's doing. Well, the, the Big Ten already said they were going to cancel, so 
theoretically, couldn't the Pac-12 just say, say, oopsie, we're actually playing? Yeah, and I, I guess we'll find out if that'll happen. I think it's less likely to happen in the Pac-12 than it is. And, you know, it's not... You know, a lot of people want to blame Larry Scott, but I, I guarantee you he has very little input on the, this type of decision. It's the presidents um, of the universities, um, and they don't always see the big picture with athletics yeah. other than what it does for their bottom line. Um, so it's, yeah, it's it's a it's a bummer. You know, again, you don't know what's coming. Um, you don't know what's going to develop. And this test, again, total game changer. Um it was all yeah. I don't I don't want to go down the road again, but it's yeah. stupid, stupid, stupid. Yep. Um hopefully they'll start earlier now. Hopefully they'll get it going in November. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. see. Um all right. Uh I just I I just really like these pictures. Um <laughs> yeah, so Steve Nash is now the Nets head coach. Uh there's been a lot of talk as to whether he deserves it or not. Uh oh, yeah, where's he been an assistant coach the last it, few years? So that's the thing. I, I don't I don't dislike the hire, but I dislike that. I guess I dislike that they just. It's very clear that, you know, Katie and Kyrie do have a good. It's known that they have a good relationship with Steve Nash, and it's known that some of the people in the front office do as well. I just don't like that it seems like Steve Nash. Like, how could they know that he's a good coach? So, like, there's no indication. Um, just because he's a good floor general, it's like, I, like. I you know so a lot of the times the like the best players end up being some of the worst coaches. They do. So you know because they don't know how to like they don't know how to use. Although I guess Steve Nash wasn't just like this athlete that could just right. go dunk on people, so it's a little different. But I think in, in today's NBA, you know, the main thing that you need is somebody who can bring your players together onto the same page. But we don't really – I mean, he did that somewhat in the NBA, but we don't know if he can actually do that um, as I a think coach he, or not. I think he could potentially be a very good manager of the personalities. You think Kyrie's going to listen to him? Really? I do. Kyrie? Yeah. I think Kyrie sees him as a mentor. They, like, they, they're like – they have a good relationship. Like, they, they are already – they're close. Until, until he pisses Kyrie off, and then that's it. I, d- I don't know. Because, like, do you think Kyrie was close at all with any of his past coaches? I don't know. I don't really I, either. But. You know, it's when Stephen A. Smith, I'm not, I, he's entertaining. I'm not a big fan of his analysis. Yeah. But uh, he went on a rant about white privilege, um, which I, I'll admit I kind of had that thought he too. He apologized for that today. He did? Okay. He did, yeah. And I, I think to me, uh, I think it's more superstar privilege. Yeah. I think. That, I agree with that. You know, um, uh, Jason Kidd had this type of opportunity. Exactly. Um, there have been a few others. Um, Magic Johnson being yeah. one. Yeah, there have yeah, been yeah. a few other guys. But you know, if he's if he's a backup point guard, he, you know, a few years ago he's not getting this chance. Yeah. I w- the type of guy that I like to hire, that I the hires that I that I like that I think have proven to be the best coaches are the guys that had to scrap and claw to mm-hmm. to earn their place in the league and to carve out a 10-year career where they barely you know yeah. what I mean they were gritty yeah um you know Nate McMillan Nate McMillan hasn't been a great NBA coach but he's a that type of guy like yeah. you know 
That's by gritty, I don't mean white guy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean a guy, you know, a guy that brought his players together that was kind of a glue, you know, that maybe wasn't a first round pick and an all NBA mm-hmm. and all that. I like that that kind of guy. Um I think it's a stab in the dark. I think yeah. it's a PR thing. It's yeah. like they, they must have, I don't know, did they let their players pick the, the coach? I have no idea how it came about. But I, you know, be an assistant coach for a year and pay some dues. Like, yeah. See if you actually can do it. Is he going to put in the time? Mm-hmm. You know, is he? does he need this job? No. No. Is he going to? We'll see. I, I highly doubt it. I will be shocked if if he ever wins a title as a coach. I will be absolutely stunned. Yeah, I think it, you know, a lot of it comes down to um, ego and and being willing to switch things up, I guess, when it's not working. Um, I don't know if the front office, if the goal was just to be like, we need someone to manage their personality. Like, we have the players. Um, We'll find a scheme that works. We just need someone to make sure that Kyrie and Katie get along, and that's a tough job. It is. Those so, are two kind of bitches. So it is. <laughs> so know? so is that? It, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. that something you want to prioritize? And I think yeah. Steve Nash is one of the best hires you can ask for if that's something you want to prioritize. I mean, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of. I I just feel bad for. There's a lot of guys who have paid their dues. I know Jacques Vaughn is a guy whose name has come up. There's a few others. Um, that have been an assistant for a few years that that probably deserve an opportunity mm-hmm. over some guy who what's he been doing? Especially a champion like a a championship like a, a team that yeah. should win fifty games when they're healthy. Right. Like you know, start as an assistant or like I don't know, coach like the Hornets or some shit, and like see if you don't win. You know, see see if you can win more than like twenty games, and then yeah move your way up or something it's like, like it's like why are you coaching a team that should be winning a championship next year or should be competing for one i would have loved them to bring in a veteran and and have him as an assistant and maybe you tell the veteran coach you know this might only be a one-year gig for you yeah you know just find some guy that that's happy with that so mm-hmm. he can be kind of shown the ropes this yeah. is how you organize a schedule you know there are little things that people don't think about with coaches you know yeah like just simple things like what, you know, when to give guys days off when mm-hmm. to, you know, just, there's a million little things, how to deal with the media. Yeah. There are little things that are so different that this guy has, hasn't even had a taste of. I don't yeah. know. Again, I hate it. Um, all right. Um, you want to talk about the Kentucky Derby? Yeah. You know, you just can't, you really should never count out Bob Baffert as a, tr- no, no, actually I'm not going to go there. So let me, let me just say this. So what if what if I could erase everyone's minds and there had never been horse racing? So you'd never you'd never heard of a horse race, mm-hmm. okay? And then some guy, I don't know, maybe Vince McMahon or somebody like that comes out and says, "You know, folks, we're going to create a new sport today. It's going to be we're going to take a bunch of little people and put them on horses, and then we're all going to bet on who gets it around in a circle the fastest." What do you think? <laughs> Sounds good? How do you think that would fly? Probably not too world? well. Probably not yeah. too well. Are you saying horse racing is insensitive to? <laughs> just, what do you like? It's insensitive to little people and to horses. Is, you just want to say like I just had were to, you that worked up about it that you had to put it in the? It's not a sport. 
I'm tired of it being called a sport. <sighs> it's not a sport. Right. My dad calls Secretariat one of the greatest athletes of all time. It's a fucking horse. Shut up, dad. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to this anyway. <sighs> um, so anyway, I just had to I just had to say that. I'm tired of hearing about the Kentucky Derby. Okay. Who cares? You don't think it'd be fun to go to? That being said, it would be fun to go to it. Give me a mint julep. Yeah. Even though they're gross. Yeah. No, I would and I've I've gone to Emerald Downs a few times. It's a good time. It's yeah. fun. But it's a it's a it's a it, it's all about betting. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Um anyway. I just yeah, no, I just had to get that out there. No, nah, yeah, I got you. Um all right. Uh, Mariners, your Mariners update. Mariners suck, but they they're suck. only like four games out of the playoffs. <laughs> like, <laughs> this would be the most Mariner thing ever. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say, I've said that, and I'll say it. I'll say this every week on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of losing. I don't believe in tanking. No. You win. Set up an organization that's used to winning. Mm-hmm. These guys aren't going to learn shit by finishing last. No. Um. I'm I'm all for trading the guys and playing the young guys, but I don't want them to lose so we get the number one overall pick. There's one number one overall pick in the Hall of Fame, yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. You know, there are no guarantees just because you have the number one overall pick. So um so I'm I'm happy happy to see that some of the guys are coming around. I hope they continue to do so. Um, hopefully this plan will work. Uh, wake me up when it when it's working. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that means. Oh, one one other thing about. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just screwed up your whole thing. What? One other thing about about the Mariners that that I thought was interesting. So they had a couple of games postponed due to COVID. Yeah. And I just thought it was interesting that we were like, huh, okay. Yeah. And just imagine how much we would have freaked out mm-hmm. a couple months ago. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they'll play them or they won't. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're just it's funny how we just have a whole different attitude about it. But um but anyway, yeah, continue. Moving on. So Alright, now it's time for Your Howard Schultz Cloud of the Week. <laughs> Alright. Um yeah, so this week, you know, it took me a sec. And uh there's actually a reason that we're putting the Clown of the Week um before we talk about uh, you know what is what has happened and what is going to happen with with the second round in the NBA currently going on. Uh, my clown of the week is Mike Budenholzer. Um, fucking idiot, dude! You're down. You're down two to nothing in a playoff series. Jimmy Butler's cooking you. And I know Jimmy Butler didn't have the greatest game, but um, Giannis is still guarding Jay Crowder and Derek Jones, and Giannis. Who only plays Giannis. Giannis, <laughs> he was in the dunk contest. He, he's okay. he's a high flyer. That's it. Um, and then he plays 35 minutes, and you say that's in a the, playoff in game. a playoff game. Was and he that, in foul trouble? No. Was he injured? He he was in foul trouble here and there, but but yeah. not that's beside the point yeah. because he said that's the ceiling. The that's ceiling. towards the ceiling. Is the game 36 minutes long now? Did they change it? <laughs> yeah, Did the I per 36. Something? They just decided it'd be easier, you know, make the <laughs> per 36 minutes just... That's ridiculous. Yeah, no, that's really dumb. Um, he needs to be playing 40 minutes minimum. That should be the floor. Uh, like 38 yeah, any competitive is the floor. Game. Um, in the playoffs and a competitive game, it better be north of 40. Yeah, so dumbass wants to lose, I guess. Uh, it, You know, we'll talk about this in a sec, but it's, it's it, it, the conversation of... Uh, why the Bucks are being so shitty right now is kind of an interesting one because it's hard to it can be kind of hard to pin it, but we all have our theories. So yeah. Will this be? Will this? Maybe we should talk about this later. I don't know. But will 
Giannis is a, is gonna play here in about a, what a half hour or so. Yeah. Will this be the last game he ever plays for the Milwaukee Bucks? <sighs> um. He's got one year left, but they're gonna trade him if they think he's not gonna resign. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think. It's really hard to say because you don't really know a lot of the time what these guys are thinking, especially with Giannis because he's been a little cryptic in that he said he wants to stay in Milwaukee, but he's also put out there that he, if he doesn't feel like they're trying to win a championship right now, he's gone. How good would he look on the Miami Heat? Yeah, like, I know. With all I, those shooters around fucking him? Fucking Miami Heat just <laughs> won't... Miami Heat fans won't stop photoshopping every single star player into <laughs> Miami Heat jerseys. Right, it, yeah. it gets it gets obnoxious. But yeah, I've seen so many photoshops of Giannis yeah. in the Heat jersey. And I will say he does look pretty good in the Heat jersey. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Embiid or him down, down there. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, it's really, I think if Giannis starts to lose trust in Budenholzer and Chris Middleton, then I wouldn't be surprised to see him, to see him leave. And I, I also... Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he's gonna. I think he could see free agency this year. I, in fact, I think he will. I'm not gonna say he's not gonna resign, but I think he will see free agency. Um, yeah. So, do you got? I think he's yeah. gonna get traded. I don't think wow. he'll play for the Bucks ever again wow. after today. That's crazy. All right. Um, okay. So, clown of the week. So, I, I had a couple because I wasn't sure which way you were gonna go. Hold on. Hold on. Let's 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 make sure we mark this down you don't think Giannis is gonna play a game this is Giannis Giannis's last game yeah in a Bucks jersey last, they're gonna get swept holy shit man all right that's it all right yeah there's all your right. freezing cold take for today all right <laughs> interesting um okay so part of me I I thought about going with with Giannis actually <laughs> I don't I didn't like his body language yeah um he looks lost uh, he's he's still scoring and rebounding. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's playing hard, but his body language is isn't great. Yeah. He looks disconnected from his teammates, and man, he's he's he looks he's so lost with yeah. the shot. He's yeah. got nothing outside of dunk, Mm-mm. you know. So I you know, but I'm I'm not gonna go with him. Um, I think there's other factors in play there, na- namely the coach. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Kirk Cousins. You like that? <laughs> um, not because not because he you know can't win in prime time or in the playoffs. Yeah, that's not why. But he came out and basically said, um, you know, masks don't do anything. And, oh, that's right. I just forgot this happened. I'm okay with dying if survival I survival of the fittest. Yeah, it's like what happens if your mom isn't fit? You dumb fuck. Yeah. And to me, it's not. Hey, fine. You know, if you have that opinion, I guess you can have that opinion. Um, and I guess I want my players thinking I'll I'll die for for, for a win. Yeah, theoretically. But, but I don't like the message that it sends. Not um, selfish, and and it you know it it, it uh, normalizes people doing dumb shit, and it mm-hmm. validates it for them. And I, I don't want you know people who idolize him, you know, high school athletes thinking, oh yeah, I'd die to play this game. Well, it's, I mean, they idolize Kirk Cousins, so they're fucking idiots already. That's true. That's true. Why maybe, would you idolize yeah, him? He's the most mediocre, him. boring person <laughs> of all time. Yeah. So I just, I just thought that was, you know, ha- have an understanding of how your words impact people. And, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, if someone dies because, because he said he would die for the game, then you know that's a pretty big price to pay mm-hmm. um so he is my clown of the week yeah i think that's a that's a great pick and i 
I totally forgot that that even happened. So, yeah. Um, yeah, okay, let's talk uh, rest of the NBA. So... The Sonics coming back? No, I'm sorry. Fuck the NBA. Um, all right. Fuck Howard Schultz, by the way. Oh, yeah, fuck Howard Schultz. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Jazz Nuggets, that was top five uh, first-round series of all time, maybe. That was great. Um, definitely top, probably top ten first-round series of all time. So, Jamal Murray tied the record for threes in a playoff series with 32, and um, John, Donovan Mitchell broke it with 33. <laughs> um, numbers 2, 3, and 4, fun fact, were Steph, Clay, and Steph all in 2016. Wow. Uh, Steph in the finals previously had the record in the Western Conference. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, so, yeah, that series was incredible. Actually, I felt bad for Donovan Mitchell, although he did have like eight turnovers in the last game. So He had know. a late turnover, and he had a chance – was it the tire win the game? I can't remember at the end. That was Mike Conley that, oh, that took was the Conley shot. That took yeah, the shot my bad. Yeah. Donald um, Mitchell was on the wing with his arms up, and then he like it looked like he uh, got shot when it when he like rimmed out. He was like, oh, he just fell to the ground. That. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, never mind then. But he did have a turnover, I believe. He did, he did, and he had late. he had eight of them or nine or something. Um, and they, you know, yeah. we said it before. And by the way, lock of the week, picking a three-one comeback. That was. Yeah, that was solid work. Yeah, let's go. Um, yeah, that, I, that was you went out. You're going more on a, out on a limb than I am with my picks. My lock of the week is I a am little. Two and o, though. Yeah, yeah. My lock of the week is a little, uh, a little more low key, I guess. Um, this week, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, uh, I felt felt bad for Donovan Mitchell. I, I, you know, I really do think if Bogdanovich is there, I don't. You think they're only scoring seventy eight points if Bogdanovich is in the lineup? Sure doesn't seem like it, and man, seventy-eight points in today's NBA—that's yikes. It's the least in a playoff game since like two thousand ten or two thousand nine or something. Um, Yeah, so again, incredible series. Excited to see them match up in the future. Hopefully, Um, yeah. Moving forward, I guess we got Rockets Thunder. That also went to seven. Um, Lou Dort. Okay, so (laughs) so there he's thing about Lou Dort is he'll like hit a shot and then he'll just go down the the court the next time and just miss the whole rim or like yeah. or like drive into the lane and just huck something up that is like why'd you shoot that it's like he plays like um he plays like a football player plays pickup basketball kind of right um but <laughs> we were like shitting on him in I think game seven right when he had 30 yeah yeah we were shitting on him the whole game and I look at the stat line, like, with a minute left or something. I was like, Dad, he has 30 points. Uh, so he went 6 for 12 from 3. I think we saw him go, like, 2 for 8. Like, I just think we genuinely missed, yeah. over, like, half of We weren't watching the whole thing. Yeah, but mostly. Lou Dort is, you know. But those were all open. Like, they're those leaving them wide, wide open. open. Like, you yeah. better be able to hit half. Yeah. Those are pregame warm-up yeah. shots he was taking. Yeah, um, and, and he did clamp up James Harden, though. Um, but James Harden did clamp him up at the end. So, yeah, I mean, that was another great series. Ultimately, you know, if we're talking just quality of basketball, I guess I'm kind of glad the Rockets advanced because, well, I mean, the Rockets beat the Lakers in game one, which I'm surprised mm-hmm. about. But um, I, I think the Thunder would have probably got swept. I think um, so. They just don't have a lot of horses. It's there. like, well, who's who's going to beat who's gonna take over and beat the lakers can you can you imagine how much talk there would be about james so james harden made a nice defensive play at the end of that game yeah 
Um, if if he hadn't made that play, imagine how much we would oh be my focused God. on his offense. Oh, and my he, God. He's going down as one of the biggest choke artists of all time if he doesn't make that defensive play. Well, a question I've, offensively, he was horrible. A question I've written down is, can you trust Russ? But also, can you trust Harden? No. N- neither? I don't. I don't. I don't trust either one of them. I yeah. really don't. Um, Russ, for, for reference, game six, I believe it was Russ. Um, just shitty turnover. And then just, like, beyond an air ball, like, from about the free throw line uh, with, with, like, plenty of shot clock left. Yeah. And then, like, another turnover after that. It, it was, like, really terrible. Um, cost him the game. And... Uh, Harden in this last game only scored 17, and they, to you know, to his credit, they won because of his defensive play. But when you have the guy that's supposed to be your entire offense scoring 17 points in a yeah. game seven, I don't know. And they only scored like 106 or something. Like right. that's not the Rockets can't score 106 points in games and win. Like they, you know, I think the, they scored like 120 last night or something. Like they can't be scoring 106 points no. in games and and win a series. No. So the defense. To do so that. yeah, and I, you know I I I think the Lakers are gonna win the series still. Uh, but they gotta stop playing, matching the the Rockets strategy. Yeah. Well, though. yeah. Let's let's talk about that. So, so playing down to their level. Let's talk about that. So AD said he was willing to play center for this series, and he usually never does. But um, I don't know if that's necessarily their issue. Um, they only had three minutes of JaVale McGee. I think it was three minutes of JaVale and AD on the court together, and I think it was 13 for Dwight and AD. It might be flip-flopped on, on JaVale and Dwight there, but uh, very, very few minutes, comparatively speaking, to what they normally have. So they're they're trying to match up with this. They're trying to do the same thing that the Rockets are doing, yeah. but the Rockets are built for it. The Lakers aren't And they've been doing built it all it. year. Do, yeah. Do what you do. Mm-hmm. Like you're... There's a reason you're the best team in the league. Yeah, the best, the best team in the in the in the league, and you're gonna go away from your strategy to match, a, you know, a, a mid-level playoff team. Yeah, I, I, I don't play your game. Yeah. Make them match you. By the way, are we out on the on the Rockets? I know they advanced, but are we like fully like they they can't win a championship unless oh, no. they get like a, I don't know, like some third megastar. I don't. I don't. I don't think. Or do you think D'Antoni is an unwinnable? Like, do you think he can't? D'Antoni can't win a title. James Harden can't win a title, and Westbrook can't win a title. I think I think I agree. I think I fully agree with that. I mean, the you know, D'Antoni also disappointed with the Suns. I mean, it was a very yeah. similar situation where they won all these games, and then they just everyone knew it was like, oh, well, it, the Rockets are the clip. The Rockets now are what the um, Lob City Clippers were, yeah. where it's like. Oh, they're gonna be the two seed in the West, but you know they're just gonna lose in the second yeah. round, like no yeah. matter what. So, um, but yeah, back back to the Lakers side of things, they need to play their their brand of basketball. Yeah. That's that's what has play won them rotation. all these games. Make them make them guard your bigs. And I I was asleep during the last game, but apparently they just need to get Rajon Rondo the fuck off the court. I, that's what I've heard. I, I Twitter, especially Lakers fans on Twitter, love to just shit on Rondo. But from what I'm hearing, he needs to stop playing. I, I don't know though. I didn't think he looked that bad. Um, I, you know, he hit a couple threes. Yeah. Um, he did have a couple turnovers. I I didn't think he was the issue. Yeah. I thought the issue was, you know, AD was very dominant when he got the ball. Um, 
you know, in or, or around the key. Um, like they could not guard him. Yeah. But they hardly ever did it. Yeah. You know, they, he was catching the ball at the three point line a lot and he's a, you know, he's a good shooter, but man, you it's can, very it's obvious two points every yeah. time. It's very obvious what you should have to do when you're yeah. playing the Rockets and you're the Lakers. Yeah. Um, just feed him in the paint. Just have him and JaVale pass the ball back and forth between each other on the blocks and, yeah. until one's open. Yeah. Um, and you're you're gonna yeah. get a bunch of lobs to um uh who's the other center the other big man Dwight Dwight you're gonna get get a bunch of lobs to Dwight mm-hmm. yeah you know I I just man play your game mm-hmm. go win the series yeah I, I don't I don't get it if they keep doing like doing it like this they're they're gonna get shocked yeah you know? um yeah so I guess moving on to the Raptors and the Celtics the Raptors tied it up two two I'm excited to see that just for the series they're just for the sake of a good series yeah. um Raptors win by seven Celtics shot like shit plain and simple it seems like that's been the thing for them is when they shoot well they win and when they don't they don't um the Raptors I still have no confidence that Siakam can win him a series he went two for 13 from three yeah. 10 for 23 from the field. Um, you know, I mean, he scored 23 and had 11 rebounds and they won the game. So ultimately, you know, you can't say like, oh, he had such a shitty game. But he can't be like, they're not going to win. The, the Celtics shot the Celtics shot 20% from three oh, man. yesterday. So like, you know, Siakam has to flat out has to play better. Uh, and, and I think I don't think he's played well enough in any of the four games, even though it's tied. I yeah. think they're very, very fortunate that they're going into game five very, even. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I think that's basically the story. That's the, that's the, that's the storyline I'm going with for that game is um, Celtics, if they hit shots, they win, unless Siakam can light it up out of nowhere for here. Well, we picked – we both picked Tatum to be – you know, so we have player of the week. Yeah, yeah. And Tatum. We, we predict who will be the player of the week. Mm-hmm. So Tatum, you know, after a couple of games, we're both like, hell, we nailed it. We yeah. nailed it. Yeah. He's, oh man, he's all over it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's definitely, what a great pick we had. But the last two games, it hasn't looked so good. Mm-mm. And that's the reason that they've lost those two games is because they have the best player on the floor and he's not playing very well yeah. the last couple of games. I so think, is it he, safe to say Jimmy Butler player of the week? Oh yeah, I would. I I think so for for this and week. Just all around. I mean, yeah. just the, the just grit that he shows. Such and an such an impact in every single yeah. second of the game. Offense, defense, transition, timeouts, just getting in people's like you know every every aspect of the game. Jimmy Butler, uh, you know, he's there, at least solid in. There are are me guys. He has an attitude, right? He's he does. He issues. does have an attitude. Yeah. There, there are me guys and there are we guys with attitude, and you know, there's. I he has a little. There's a little bit of Richard Sherman with him. Yeah. So Richard yeah. Sherman. I know a lot of Seahawks fans don't like him, and a lot of. And, but Richard Sherman, it wasn't about him. Mm-mm. He, when he yelled at his coaches, it wasn't give me. You know. Put me here. Have me do this. It yeah, was about to win. yeah. He wanted to win, so he's yelling at offensive coaches about play call. Yeah. Like, so I'm not. I'm not saying what he did was right, mm-hmm. but but it came from a place of I want to win a fucking championship. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Butler has some of that in him. Where yeah, he can rub people the wrong way, but it's not. It's not him saying I want more shots, right? Yeah. It's you need to do this, you need to do that because I want us to win a title, and mm-hmm. I'll take that guy every time. I'll for take sure. that guy for sure. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um. I guess. Okay. Do you have anything else on any other other playoff series? Uh, Nuggets won, but big last night. Kawhi played like dog shit. Oh, he was terrible. Yeah. Uh, Jamal. We made little predictions before the game who we thought was gonna win, who we had <laughs> our MVP, and I, I picked Jamal Murray. Um, oh. and the Nuggets to win. I'm just saying. Uh, and yeah, you had Kawhi and the, the Clippers. Uh, Oops. yeah. So playoff PP showed flashes here and there. Um, Jokic looked good. Uh, not a ton to say other than really just Kawhi just didn't look good. If Kawhi decides to take over the game, then they were within like five there at at some point. Yeah, and they were just riding. They were they were down fifteen for the whole second half, pretty much. Yeah, and then they would go within ten, and then back to fifteen, and then they went all the way back up to five at one point. And it was just right there. It was like, this is Kawhi. This is where Kawhi takes over. Yeah. This is it. And then he just, it didn't happen. And they went right back down by 15 again. Um, yeah. So I think, I still think I'm taking the Clippers because there's no way, I don't see any way Kawhi performs like that yeah. throughout the rest of the series. So I'm, I'm going, I'm definitely, I'm, uh, I'm confident in my Clippers pick still, even though yeah. they, they lost big. Um, yeah. So I guess. You got you got anything else playoffs wise or, or any any other sport? I mean, we got we're about to move into our lock and our player of the week, and we got nothing after that. So we're, you know we're only thirty seven minutes in. We're looking at a really short show. <laughs> um, no, I've done my horse racing analysis. Yeah. Um, I've said fuck the NBA for not bringing my Sonics back. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm that's about all, that's about all, all I've got. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, you know, not a big deal that this is going to be a little shorter one. We got some coming Wednesday, and I think that'll actually be a really fun show. Uh, we have we have some plans, and maybe I think potentially maybe a really original idea um, that I haven't really seen anywhere else. So just get excited for that. Hopefully, if we can make it work. But yeah, I guess let's yeah. get into our our. Uh, do you want to start a player or a lock of the week? Uh, let's go player of the week. Who you got? Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with AD. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I'm going to assume that, that they're going to think about that game and realize how dominant he, he can yeah. be yeah. In, in this situation. So they've got nobody that can guard him on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, t- I love Tucker. Is it PJ Tucker? PJ. Tucker? Yeah. yeah. I, I love that guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's my guy. Um, but he can't he can't guard him consistently um Mm-mm. so I, I i think he's gonna take over and really be the difference i think you know lebron will be lebron but ad will be the difference uh in this series i think he's gonna go off the next few games okay well fuck you because that's who i had but I'm, <laughs> I'm we're not taking the same player two weeks in a row so i'm gonna go ahead and take Kawhi. Okay. I think Kawhi bounces back. I thought I, it's funny. Those were my two. That's funny. <laughs> that's two. funny. Yeah. I, I yeah. think I think Kawhi bounces back in a big way. I don't trust that the like Gary Harris and whoever else they had guarding him. I don't trust that they can keep him locked. So yeah, and I Kawhi just looked a little hesitant, and mm-hmm. I just think he's gonna get aggressive again. I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he just Nick Anderson did. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah. Um. Okay. What do you got for your lock of the week then? So I'm going to go kind of a different direction okay. because the NFL is starting up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's a Thursday game. That's this week, man. Yeah, that's yeah, so awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. So I'm I'm excited about. Let's go. NFL. Let's go. You know I'm not a big NBA guy. Yeah. I've been watching it quite a bit lately because there's nothing else to do. 
Um, but gonna go on. So this is if you're going to if you're going to Vegas, I you probably can't get into a casino. But you know, call your bookie. Um, I'm gonna take. They have the over under. I'm gonna be ant, super anti-American here. This is so anti-American for me to do this. Yeah. But I'm gonna pick an under on the on the total, which is 54 and a half. You bitch. According to the U.S. <laughs> I know. You little bitch. So anti-American. You bitch. Yeah, but I'm telling you, I think offenses. I could. Yeah. Offenses are gonna come out a little slow. Yeah. I can see that timing you know, and stuff, and let let Russ cook might be a little slow because. Mm-hmm. They just haven't had the practices that they need. The defenses are usually ahead of the offenses in these situations because yeah. they just kind of go out and play. Yeah. So give me the under. I think they're. I think it, they're going to both struggle a bit. Okay. Yeah, I like that pick. Um, my my lock of the week is the Lakers bouncing back. I think, I think they feed AD just like you said. I think yeah. the Lakers will secure their game two dub and probably win. Probably similar to the Blazers series, winning uh, five or maybe six. So yeah, I'm taking taking the Lakers in Game Two. I almost just said they're gonna go out and sweep the rest of the series, but I don't need to be that bold. Yeah, don't so, go that bold. So I'm just gonna say they're. Although they're taking... I wish, you know, gosh. So I last week I picked Miami to beat the Bucks. Yeah. In in Game One, mm-hmm. I sh- I wish I would have predicted a sweep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? true. Yeah, like, that would look really. If you nail them, they look great. But I've been a little bit, you know. So I'm two and zero with my locks of the week. Yeah. But I've been a little bit more. I, I mean, predicted one of the. Bold. I predicted one of the like three or four three run comebacks. So yeah, yeah. so that's <laughs> so, a big swing. Yeah, and, and a, yeah. And a dinger there. I've been yeah. hitting singles. Although technically but... it was a th- my te- actual prediction was three two because we recorded. But I told you the day before. You did. Yeah, did, so. you did tell me. Yeah. Um. I locked. I locked it in for you. Yeah. Good. Um. So yeah. <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, if you don't got anything else. Um, I guess we can go ahead and wrap it up. Once yeah. again, Mason Charles Co. Aaron Co. Twenty nine on Twitter, ebook on Amazon, hardcover on Lulu.com. Um, yeah, if, if you listen this far, you're you're a maniac. Don't know why. Thank you very much. Look for um, us on Wednesday. Yeah, look for us on Wednesday for sure. I think that'll be. A, I think Seahawks that'll be, talk. Yeah, Seahawks got talk. Got football coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that'll be one of our best episodes yet, probably, just because there's a lot of stuff to talk about, and I just like giving predictions, even though it's dumb, and it, you know, I just think it's pretty fun, and um, and yeah, we got some money on the line, so you know, come and tune in. Um, yeah, peace out. Go Hawks. Go Hawks.